The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss artificial intelligence and public relations. Joining us is Shama Haider, who is the founder and CEO of Zen Media, which is an award-winning B2B PR and marketing agency that serves technology-driven B2B brands seeking to maximize their key moments and drive demand. And today, Shama and I are going to discuss snooze or news, artificial intelligence for PR. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Shama Haider, the founder and CEO of Zen Media. Shama, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a fan. The team is a fan of this podcast. I have to say that we feel the exact same way. We work with tons of PR reps, tons of agencies. My network has five or six podcasts that we're managing actively on any given day. So we meet a lot of the people that are trying to book their guests on podcasts. And I have to say Zen Media is absolutely a standout PR agency in their approach, the way we've worked together, some of the relationships we've built. So first off, kudos to you, kudos to the team, Oliver, Brittany, Chelsea, everybody that we've worked with at Zen Media. It's great to finally have the leader of the team on the podcast. What a wonderful agency you've built. Thank you so much. Agencies, it's so funny. Companies are just built of people. You can say all the things that you want, but at the end of the day, it's just the people and you're only as good as your people. So I feel very, very grateful and we do have a wonderful team. So thank you so much for for saying that. Well, I'm glad that you bring up people first. And we here, when we produce podcasts, we try to use as much well, MarTech technology to facilitate the connection of people to record content. But we're using a ton of automation and artificial intelligence to refine our conversation into various formats of content. And you're doing a very similar thing. So we're starting to get to the point where it's not just people, but we're using people and machines to assist the process. Now, public relations, when you think about it, is not something that I necessarily think lends itself to artificial intelligence. And you've released a new tool that helps brands understand if they should be talking about themselves and what is newsworthy. Tell me a little bit about Snooze or News. We're pretty excited about Snooze or News because, for one, it's a fun tool, right? It came about from boring press releases and 
what is actually newsworthy and, and kind of going down that path. But the other big part about what makes Zen special, and I think this is such an important part of being in business at large, so not just to brag, but we've always been ahead of the curve, meaning we were a social media firm long before people knew what those terms meant or <laughs> before social media was remotely cool. And so I think for us, it only made sense to say, we can't just talk about AI. We want to immerse ourselves in it. So how do we use what's available right now to walk the talk? And I think that's something that I always recommend to everyone is, listen, I think there's such a sometimes analysis paralysis. I thought it was paralysis by analysis where you spend too much time analyzing something. So you're just frozen. I think we all know what we're saying. Anyway, go on. You get it. But we see that, especially right now, I think in this sort of culture and time and climate, it's overwhelming. It's like you see it everywhere. People are just not moving forward like you used to. So I think that uncertainty right now that we all feel in the climate is pretty strong and it's palpable. So we kind of counteract that, right? We're fun. We're, <laughs> we've always embraced what's next. And so a big part of it is what we didn't want was to put out a white paper on it. We didn't want to talk about why AI was important, why our clients should be looking at it. He's like, why don't we just take all the elements of what we think is important? Yes, it's important to lean into these things. Yes, it's important to have fun with it. I think there's sort of that playful attitude towards it as well. So to be able to actually put ourselves, immerse ourselves and leverage this technology, because it is, it's really, really cool. So that's essentially, that's how Snoozer News came about. But more succinctly put, it's just a tool that you can put a press release in and it gives you a score. It grades it essentially to say, is it news <laughs> or is it a snooze? And so a lot of times we get people who say, my boss really wants to put this on the wire. I really want to get this press release out. But what is the purpose of this? Or does anybody really care that you have yet another EP? Or what is the purpose of this release? And so I think then you think about how can we make that more interesting? And that's essentially where the tool came about. So it's a fun one. I urge people to check it out because you could put a press release in and it gives you a grade. And it, we looked at novelty, clarity, and then it'll tell you if it's a snooze or if it's, if it's newsworthy, it'll even edit it for you. This is kind of cool too. It'll also tell you what channels news is good for. You know, so many times, Ben, people think, oh, I've got this news, so obviously it should be front page or whatever, right? But that's not, that's not how media functions. And so it'll tell you like, hey, this is newsworthy, but maybe for trade publications, maybe your industry would really care about it, but not at large. And so it's all those things that really came together to create this sort of fun, helpful tool, I hope, that just gets people thinking about PR and media in a different way. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. 
No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So let's double back for a second and talk about the purpose of a press release. And I think often, mostly for the MarTechers that are listening to this podcast, we think about our marketing strategies as something that can be trackable, something that can be attributable, something hopefully that we can automate and scale. And press releases seem like something that's manual, something that you're making an announcement. And you mentioned The Wire. And talk to me about the purpose of a press release and why brands should think about this and, and when they should focus on making their big announcements. The way I always tell people to think about announcements, Ben, is Trojan horses, because it's not the announcement itself, but it's leveraging that moment. And we have a whole term for it called moment-based momentum. We just use this moment to drive that momentum, but tell the real story, meaning something very common with many of our clients in the world we work with is funding announcements. All right. But nobody really cares about another funding announcement. Now, of course, it might be very meaningful to your team members and your customers and your little corner of the world. But at large, if you think about it, unless it's a very big number, what's the impact? But that's your chance to tell that story. And this is where we work with our clients too, to say, let's dig in. All right, you got your series B, let's say at 50 million. Cool. You got your series B or your series whatever. But what does this allow you to do? What's the story we want to really tell here? Is it the fact that now this means this heralds a new era for how companies or people will be able to do X, Y, Z? What does this give us to look forward to? What does this mean, essentially? How is it relevant to the people that you are wanting to, beyond just a kudos, right? We got your congratulations. So that's really how I urge people to think about it is the announcement is a thing, but then also how can you expand it and make it more? Can I share a fun little story with you, Ben? By all means, please do. Which always it just gives me so much pride and makes me giggle a little bit. And it's just a fun example of sometimes when we have news or we have a thing, we have to go a step further and this goes beyond just publicity stunts, but I don't think publicity stunts are necessarily a bad thing, right? There's some brands that do it really well. Just a good example. Years ago, we were responsible for driving attendance at the annual Turkey Trot, Capital One's YMCA Turkey Trot. It was an annual event. And, you know, Turkey Trots happen all over the country. And fun little trivia fact for you, Dallas actually holds one of the biggest Turkey Trots. And so it's an annual event. People come out. And this year, they were like, we want it to be big. Not only do we want the most people there, we want this to be national news. So it's like, huh, okay, how do you take something that is a local event, right, regional at best, and turn it into a national event? 
And so we got to thinking, we were very lucky because the leadership was very like, let's do it. And so much of it is the leadership. They want to do interesting things. They, you know, if they're open-minded, if they get it, then it's so much easier. So they were open. They were like, well, what do we think? And so we had this idea to have the highest number of people dressed up as turkeys in a given spot and that we would invite the World Book of Records, the Guinness World Book of Records, to come out there. So we looked it up and we were like, I think we can beat this record. So lo and behold, we had the Guinness World Book of Records there and we did. We beat the record with the highest number of people dressed up as turkeys and it was hilarious and it did. It made national news. So I think that's a good example of taking something and parlaying it with a little bit of creativity and also a little bit of boldness, right? Because who knows, maybe you wouldn't have had enough people dress up. Maybe we wouldn't have won the record, but it's a fun way to think about it. And I think that's always missing. I think in this world of like data and technology and everything needs to be measured, we lose sight of what's meaningful of using good judgment of creativity. Really, I mean, the more data we have and the more tools we have, sometimes I think the less creativity we have which is just a shame. I can't agree with you more. And it's as we start to see technology evolve, I actually feel like we're going a little bit backwards in a positive way where everything was so performance oriented and data driven for the last 10 years, sort of the Facebook era of marketing, where as much data as I can feed into my performance marketing channel was how I did my marketing and I would spend all of my budgets there. And now we're seeing the access to that data dry up or be restricted by some of the major platforms like Apple and Google. We're seeing privacy regulations come along and now all of a sudden it's harder to use performance marketing. So what happens? We have to get more creative. We have to rely on content. We have to drive organic growth through other channels. And all of a sudden, what's old is new again. People are starting to think about content marketing. They're starting to think about events, about relationship building, about how to differentiate their brands and do actual marketing, not just advertising. And that's where I think Snoozer News is really interesting is not only can you figure out, well, all right, I've got something to say. Is it well written? Is it something that's going to be digestible in the fashion where, you know, the wire will pick it up and people will be interested in your story? But is it newsworthy? Is it actually worth discussing? And are you going to get something out of all the effort that goes into building your press release? And that's something that we're going to talk about tomorrow is how to figure out if your story is actually newsworthy. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Shama Haider, the founder and CEO of Zen Media, for joining us. Join us again tomorrow when Shama and I continue our conversation talking about how to determine newsworthiness. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Shama, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can reach her on Twitter. Her handle is Shama, S-H-A-M-A, or you can visit her company's website, which is zenmedia.com. Or if you're interested in trying snooze or news, you can go to snoozeornews.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even apply to be our next guest on the MarTech Podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MarTechPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.